Hey there Cowboys fans, thank you so much for clicking on today's video and if you want more Cowboys videos every single day both in season and of course in the off season as well then I want you guys to hit that big red button and subscribe. We're going to keep you guys covered on everything going on around America's team even though the season hasn't been that great. So before the rumors and news get started, hit that big red button and subscribe. Little news item to kick things off here. The Cowboys-Ravens game, as I'm sure many of you have heard, has been moved again because the Ravens-Steelers game, in theory, will be played tomorrow on Wednesday, which means the Cowboys game going to be kicked all the way to Tuesday. It's an 8.05 Eastern time kick on Fox and Amazon and NFL Network and all of that. We'll see if Lamar Jackson returns for that game for the Ravens. I have the inkling he's going to. We'll see if the Ravens, well, they're probably going to lose to the Steelers, so maybe they'll be 6-5 and five by the time that game gets played. But even though we don't fully know what the COVID situation is going to be like for Baltimore, I want you guys to get your early score predictions in. Cowboys at the Ravens, who you got, the score as well. Let me know in the comments section. Let's talk rumors, and boy, we're starting off with a doozy here. Trade Dak for Trevor Lawrence, and oh, by the way, the Cowboys are giving up picks in this deal. Yeah, I don't like it. No, A, I, I don't think the Jets, assuming they get the number one pick, as this idea was pitched by PFF, are going to be moving on from Trevor Lawrence. Now, I do want to make note, the, the rationality behind the actual pitch was, well, what if Trevor Lawrence demands a trade? And in, in that case, I do think the Cowboys actually make sense as a destination because they're a better football team than the Jets and the Jags that have been decimated by injuries. But the offer the Cowboys are putting together here, no, I don't like it. And I, I, I like PFF. They're not perfect. And this is an example of them not being great. Uh, the suggested trade was a lot. It was the Cowboys, of course, get Trevor Lawrence via that number one overall pick. The Jets get Dak, the Cowboys' first-round pick, which in this case was pitched as fourth overall, and, quote, maybe their entire draft, too. Oh, boy. Uh, let's slow down here. Look, I love Trevor Lawrence, the prospect, but I need to emphasize something here. As good as I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be in the NFL – and I think he is the best prospect since Andrew Luck. What we have to remind ourselves and be cautious of is that we use words like think and prospect and should. Do not overestimate the hit rate of NFL draft prospects. Go look at the quarterbacks taken in the top five. There are more misses than there are legitimate top ten franchise guys. That's just the reality of the NFL draft. Look, if I had Jared Goff, if I had Jimmy Garoppolo, if I had Carson Wentz, because we all watched him look like crap against Seattle, I'd be taking Trevor Lawrence, no doubt. But I have a top 10 quarterback. And yes, I get Lawrence should be really good and their injury concerns about Dak Prescott. And if it was just Dak for Trevor Lawrence, ooh, I'd think about that one. But now I'm throwing in my entire draft class as well to get Lawrence in unknown in reality, even though I think he's going to be good. I know I have a top 10 quarterback. I'm not going to overthink it. In that scenario, I'm just going to keep Dak. I'll pay him. And then, oh, look, I have all these draft picks to build out my defense on the cheap as well. But what would you guys do? I'm going to make this the pinned comment on today's video. So let me know. Would you trade Dak and draft picks for Trevor Lawrence? Type Y for yes, or you can type in your N 
for no. If you get that ad break here on YouTube, scroll on down and let me know. Let's talk benching Zeke Elliott for Tony Pollard. Now this one, I actually don't mind. Now Patrick Walker, friend of the show, uh, CBS Sports writer, I thought put together a pretty good idea and plan here in terms of what the Cowboys should do. But of course, I'm not convinced that's what the Cowboys are going to do. Now look, Pollard's been more efficient than Zeke Elliott. In reality, the 2020 season, I, I mean, it's over. You're, you're not going to really make a playoff run here, even if you win some games down the stretch. And Patrick's point was, it'd be nice to see what Pollard could do in a lead role. I'll also add a note, by the way, if you reduce Zeke's workload, that should help boost the efficiency as well. Now, I am unconvinced that if you just give Tony Pollard 181 carries, it's going to continue to average that five yards per carry and have like 900-something yards ready. I don't think that that's the case. But he's been more explosive, he's been more efficient, and I think it would make the most sense for the Cowboys organization, ignoring the money involved for Elliott and saying, you know what, let's see what Pollard can do. And as Patrick pointed out, it also allows you to avoid an injury for Elliott and then being sunk with an even worse contract because of that deal. So I am down to see it, but I only gave it the two stars because, look, the call is coming from inside the house. It's a top-down decision. Jerry and Steven paid Zeke. They want to keep making sure he's got I mean, How many times has Jerry said Zeke's the best player on the Cowboys, which I think for the most part we agree is, is inaccurate. I don't think this is the route the Cowboys are going to go, but I would like to see more Tony Pollard, which I think for the most part we're actually in agreement with. Now today's show made possible by our friends over at BetUS. Head over to chatsports.com slash bet. Utilize that promo code you see on your screen. It's Cowboys125. It'll get you a 125% deposit bonus. And for the rest of the week, we are doing the Dak Prescott jersey giveaway. If you sign up and deposit at least 100 bucks, which also, by the way, is the minimum to get that, that deposit bonus. So 100 bucks, you get an extra 125 bet with, and a Dak Prescott jersey as well. If you are a new BetUS customer and you want to get in on that deal, Email us, cowboys at chatsports.com. That is cowboys at chatsports.com, and we'll get you guys hooked up. Let's talk draft now on today's show. How about Caleb Farley? Could he be a pick for the Cowboys? I'll give this one two stars, and I ain't going to go above two stars because it's way too early on that one. But Dane Brugler mocked Farley to the Cowboys at number four overall in his first mock draft, and I like it in terms of the the potential pick. Now, again, no trades were allowed, which is your number one biggest concern there. I like Farley a lot. Now, he did opt out of this season. That is troubling for me, but he's got all the tools you want in a prime elite potential cornerback. He's got great size. He's a great athlete, and his production in his last year at Virginia Tech was pretty damn good. Four interceptions, 12 pass breakups. Now, there have been some injury issues in the past for Farley. That will have to be vetted. And I think it makes sense to pursue a cornerback. As a reminder, quarterbacks went 1-2. Penny Sewell went number 3. And then at that point, you're kind of reaching for an option there. Chidabe Awuzie, more on him coming up in a second, by the way, is a free agent. Jordan Lewis is a free agent. Uh, Rashard Robinson has been playing because Trevon Diggs is hurt right now. He's a free agent. I am not convinced you have enough number one, number two corner options. I think Anthony Brown is a three or a four. Diggs could potentially be a one or a two long term. You need another option. 
Now, as a reminder, the defensive options are not ideal inside the top five. Ideally, the Cowboys trade down. I am going to be pushing that idea and that narrative and that plan for months. Trading down is your best bet because you Farley at five, value's not quite perfect. Farley or Sertain all the way down at 11 or 12, which is possible, makes a lot more sense. But let me know in the comment section who you want the Dallas Cowboys to draft. I'm on board with Farley. I like what I've seen out of Patrick Sertain. There are some other defensive options as well. So let me know what you guys think in the comments section. As mentioned, let's talk about Chidabe Awuzie now. Two stars on potentially re-signing him. There is a very big if. It is if he is at the right cost. Now, Cheeto's been limited to just four games this year, and since coming back, eh, he's been a little inconsistent, which maybe isn't a huge surprise there. But unless Awuzie at least you know, thrives these last five games of the season, I think you might be able to bring him back on the cheap. Now, make no mistake, re-signing Awuzie is not going, okay, we're good at corner now, Absolutely not. That is not what I am advocating and what fans have advocated as well. The mindset here of bringing back Awuzie is, well, now you got extra depth and you can still go spend a draft pick on a cornerback or early, but maybe you trade down, you don't get one to round two, you're not in as bad of shape, or maybe Awuzie ends up being your third or fourth corner and all of a sudden you're in much better shape. Or heck, you could go play Cheeto at safety if you wanted to. Been targeted 20 times this year, allowed 14 completions, 209 yards, not a great average there. Two touchdowns, the one interception, three pass breakups. It's only been four games. It's not that bad. It's a, a little bit higher than what you want in a four-game sample size, and that's troubling for Cheeto. But if you can bring him back on a, a one-year, three-ish, four-ish, something like that, million-dollar deal, I actually don't mind that all that much. Again, it is not as a, okay, Cheeto and Diggs are enough at corner. It's okay. You saw how decimated the Cowboys got at corner this year. Now we're taking care of depth at a position that the Cowboys really need it. But what would you guys do? Again, let's operate under the assumption of he comes back on the cheap. Type K for keep or W for I just don't want Cheeto anymore, and I'm going to let him walk. Let me know what you guys think in the comments section. Let's talk Jerry Jones and Ben DiNucci now, because this was trending on Twitter. Did Jerry throw some shade at the Nooch? I'm giving this one three stars, because I don't think Jerry meant to do this. But the reality was that he kind of, sort of did. Now, Jerry said, and we'll get to the exact quote in a second, the Broncos having to play with Kendall Hinton wasn't really any different than the Cowboys playing with Ben DiNucci. And that absolutely comes off as a slight against the Nooch. Because Kendall Hinton was not good in a very rough situation. He was like 1-9. Like, come on. You're, you're, you're telling me that going with the 7th round rookie is no different than going with the undrafted rookie free agent who wasn't good enough to play quarterback at Wake Forest and move to receiver? Here's what Jerry had to say exactly. I don't know that Denver had any more of a challenge than we've had with Danucci or with the young quarterbacks we've had. Jerry's wrong. But I don't think Jerry truly meant this as a slight against Danucci. That is absolutely how it comes off because it's a ridiculous comparison. What Jerry's trying to do is protect the shield. He's trying to back the NFL's decision to force the Denver Broncos to play a game with no quarterbacks. That's what Jerry was trying to do. And I get it, I guess, from Jerry, but he's wrong. I mean, it is a ridiculous comparison. 
it does not make any sense whatsoever. So, look, I get what Jerry's trying to do there. I absolutely do. But come on, man. That, that, that's a ridiculous comparison. It does not make any sense whatsoever. As a reminder, folks, email us, cowboys at chatsports.com, if you want in on that Dak Prescott, that U.S. jersey deal.